You are tuned to KPTZ 91.9 FM, Port Townsend. Twelve thirty once again here in Port Townsend, and uh, time once again for Bureaucracy Now. I'm Taylor Clark. I'm the co-host. Uh, John Morrow is out this week, and I am joined by our um, guest co-host, Shelley Levins, who is the director of communications and marketing for the city of Port Townsend. And we are together joined by Michael Todd today, and he is the manager of facilities and uh, and parks for facilities right, and yep. parks. So uh, welcome, Michael. Thank you for coming in. And hi, Shelley. Hi, hi, Dylan. Good to see you again. Yeah, great to see you too. Yeah, no, this is this is good. I, I like the fact that we're mixing it up a little <laughs> oh, bit. Oh yeah. yeah. So, um, and as usual, I just want to mention for people, we'll be on for uh, 25 minutes. Uh, and if you have questions, you can email them to dj at kptz.org. And please do it early in the show. I never see them in the last five minutes. And then I feel bad because they're good questions, but we didn't get a chance to deal with them. So, okay, dj at kptz. Um, what are we, we're, I hear we're talking, we're talking about tr- trees and skates and sh- which one do you want to start with? <laughs> oh, they all sound like Both good. fun. Yeah. yeah. I mean. It's, it's hard to um, argue with those things. <laughs> yeah. So uh, we just, a big announcement this week uh, from Washington State in the a DNR. Uh, we were awarded the city of Port Townsend a uh, $350,000 grant to plant uh, trees and canopy in a uh, couple of our parks and canopy. Yeah, and so trees, I trees, trees that yeah, form so, a canopy. Yeah, yeah. right, right. Okay. Yep. So um, there's also included in some uh, invasive removal. So uh, oh, good. yeah, so um, that's always a, a big issue in our town. So um, what we'll hire, we'll hire some contractors and some staff to go in and remove uh, all the invasive. And we're looking at uh, planting approximately 175 trees. I was going to say, how far does 350,000 go? 175 yeah. trees is a lot of trees. It is a lot of trees. Yeah. yeah. And uh, also included, we'll come up with a tree inventory. So we'll count the trees that we already have existing mm-hmm. and um, we'll get get those on the, the register. And, you know, that way we know what we have in our parks. Um, and so, yeah, it's really exciting. And um, any any particular parks that are that are uh, that that are targeted? Yeah, yeah. Because so, I think people want to know if the trees, right. if things are happening near them. For sure, yeah. So the the big park is uh, Bishop Park. It's on the west side. Um, it's yeah. right off Sims mm-hmm. uh, Parkside Drive. Um, and there's about four and a half acres of forested uh, area over there, and. Some of the biggest concerns is uh, the invasive holly. Um, I, I was, I was going to think holly and ivy and English and ivy, yeah, just and, climbing up the trees. And, and, and everybody's favorite scotch broom. Scotch broom, yeah. yep, yep. So uh, we're going to uh, go in and remove some of that. The last time we'd been in there, it's about 2016, we had hired a crew oh, to go so in. Yeah. So it's been a while. Um, so this grant is really going to help us uh, get ahead of it. And then the other park is Sailor Park, which is up on uh, Morgan Hill. On the top of Morgan Hill. Yeah, and um, there's a group that has been leading that, the charge a, up there. That's a wild and wooly park. It you know? is, and, yeah. And, and a maze. I, I think it, it actually, as you go into it, um, is dimensionally unstable. Sure. Uh, <laughs> Don't get lost. Right, right. Well, there's a. But we, there are some. There's some English Ivy there for sure. For sure. But yeah. there's an actually a volunteer group called the uh, no, the English Ivy No English Ivy group. 
uh-huh. and they've been working up there for a long time and they've been battling the English Ivy and we want to give them a big shout out for all their volunteerism and all the work they've done up there. So this is a huge, uh, this is like a home run for us. Yeah. And, um, we're really excited to, to have the opportunity and, um, yeah, we're looking forward to over the next three years. This is going to be a three year phase, so it's not just something. We'll so the three, do. the 350 comes immediately, but you then spend it over three years. Sure. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's typically how we do yeah. it. Yeah. So yeah, we're really excited and, uh, we're ready to get, get going. And, um, you know, it wasn't just the city that was involved. It was the community that helped us put this grant together. I was going to say, so is it, you know, is grant writing something that you do regularly? I, I grant, there's some hocus pocus in grant Yeah. Writing, I right? mean, it's one of the hats that we wear, uh-huh. you know, and so, but we rely heavily on our community and our volunteers to really get us to the finish line. And that's really what this was. It was, wasn't just the parks. It was, we had a few volunteers that really stepped in. Any, and, anybody particular you want? Um, um, extend things just to? from the No English Ivy League and then the Audubon yeah. Society, uh-huh. you know, those are some two big groups that really helped us. And so um, we're really thankful to have them help help our parks department. Now, um, what kind of trees do you plant? Are they are they um, uh, native trees? Or, oh, yeah, all yeah. native trees. Yep. Uh-huh. And we've got a huge list of native trees that we're actually working on right now. And our, and our parks uh, board is actually going to be approving a list here shortly. Uh, we've been working on it for the last uh, four or five months. So, yeah, there'll be a really great list to choose from. Um, right now, what's up at Say there's a lot of um, uh, Douglas firs. Right. And we're finding there's there's a disease that's kind of going around. It's um, laminated root rot. Oh. So what happens is it's like a fungal disease, and it causes them to basically just tip over. It's <laughs> It, it sounds scary. It, it sounds does. scary, but it's really it's really not that bad. It's but there are trees that are laying down, and we need to get in there and clear those and and mm-hmm. get them get them cleaned up. And so the idea is to get those cleared and get some new trees in there. So it's exciting. There's another aspect of this that um, one of our parks volunteers reminded me of, which is where our um, native. Baby, native baby trees come from, and that a number of nurseries might not carry the kinds of trees that it's we're actually on my. In. I was going to ask them, but where where do you get these yeah. trees? So I think that part of this, and over the long term, is this um, idea that we might um, start to develop our own community native tree nursery. Right. Um, can you talk more about that, Michael? And well, it's still pretty new. It's something we're working on. We're trying to find a, a piece of a parcel there where we could start uh, a native. Uh, tree nursery we get a lot of donations from the state and local community members and we're just we don't really have a place to to raise them so the city does have some pieces of land here and there which might might be appropriate yeah we're we're looking at some different options but um, it's it's really a great opportunity and I think we're gonna have uh, plenty of trees and um, yeah it's it's really awesome so that's part of the grant is to develop this the, right. the native tree nursery correct yep that's that's actually an exciting piece that, that i agree be, because mm-hmm. otherwise otherwise we have to go out and and you know pay at least wholesale nursery prices and this way we can you can raise our own raise our own yeah it's yeah. a strategic way to increase our capacity for you know continuing to build our urban canopy over time mm-hmm. for all, for the entire parks department not exactly. just you know a few parks but yeah even our streets our right of ways 
Okay. Mm-hmm. Have, we, have we covered trees? I, I mean, no. I, no, I don't think so at all. I think there's, <laughs> is there more? Well, there's this other aspect to it, which is that what uh, Michael mentioned around, you know, removal of invasives. And as we know, the Lombardi poplars are invasive. Um, and so there was recent effort at Katai Lagoon Nature Park to um, remove some of these smaller Lombardi poplars that grow so quickly. And oh, that they, was, they spring up around the base. They, they almost do. like they sucker do. off, I think, exactly. don't they? Yeah. So the Washington Conservation Corps was out there helping with that effort for a couple of weeks. And um, the Audubon, local Audubon group, um, has monthly work parties um, that happen on Sundays. The next one coming up, and this is largely to, I think, remove some of the invasives and continue to tackle Great. that at this part, at Katai, um, that next work party is on March 10th. So I did want to mention that because they're a really big part of like helping to manage that mm-hmm. space, which is quite large. And these poplars just kind of keep going. There's also Lombardi poplar removal in other parks and areas of the city. And so one of the things I thought it might be worth mentioning is that um, – Trees come out, right? Some trees come out. Um, there's other tree removal that folks might see around the city happening, maybe even along sidewalks or streetscapes that are um, impeding sort of ADA access along certain sidewalks potentially. But the city is super committed, um, increasingly committed to making our tree canopy a priority. And this grant is one example one of several examples of um, the ways that we're thinking about um, inc- not not decreasing by removing more trees that that you know we are removing some but increasing that um, urban tree canopy over time. I, it's interesting that the that the Audubon Society is is involved in in the Lombardies uh, in, in the sense that because I know one of the objections is is that because they have a vertical growth habitat that birds can't perch on them in right. the same way that they can perch on on I guess more normal trees, <laughs> um, and and so I think it's interesting that 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 they're getting out there that they're that concerned about bird habitat and say well let's have bird habitat let's not have more Lombardies. Yeah, and I think cool. their their rapid growth pattern means that some of the other smaller um, saplings, like smaller madrone saplings, mm-hmm. my, can't my, aren't getting the light that they need. My favorite tree. They're kind of pushing them out. Yeah, yeah exactly. And, you know, so the, they're a very kind of an unsafe tree. They're they're very soft, and they tend to um, throw a lot of branches. So, um, well, kind of I, a, I know down at the Kaitai, at the end of Kaitai, near nearest the co-op um that would be the east side mm-hmm. um there's a lot of uh, behind the lombardies there are a lot of native trees that have been planted over the last 25 years but we never see them because they're kind of back yeah mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. so I'm, I'm i'm thinking you're you're going to continue to plant more new trees absolutely yeah. and that a lot of those plantings are from the audubon society right. they've done that on their own and um, they've raised their own saplings and trees mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. so it's uh, it's really a really cool thing any geary oaks going in um, I'm sure there will be. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that'll be on the native tree list. But, so. but not madronas. I think madronas can't really be planted. They have to volunteer, right? Yeah, I think there's talks about it. They, they you know, we kind of go either way on the madronas. So it's still still up in the air. Yeah. But, you know, it's a beautiful tree. It is a beautiful tree. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You know, this also, the other thing is, um, this, this is only one of three grants that we've received this year. There was an effort, um, 
at the beginning of the year, uh, the, the planning department and the permitting the, department. The, the year is young. It <laughs> is, yeah. So this is the one of three. We've awarded uh, two other uh, urban forestry grants. And so we're, we're batting 100 right now for the year. So we're pretty... We're pretty excited about that. He, and so. let, let the record show uh, for the people who are not who are listening on the radio. Uh, Michael has a big smile on his face. He's very <laughs> he's just, so does Shelly. Yeah. They're both very pleased with this. Right. I, I like that when government comes in and says, "I'm excited about what we're doing." Yeah, that's good. Yeah, absolutely. And with um, you know, again, like we Michael touched on the some of the volunteer corps, but the Parks Department has the largest volunteer corps of any space in the city partly because we manage how many acres total would you say oh, Michael? It's, a lot it's a lot with three staff and then over so. 30 miles of trails so mm -hmm. we and yeah so there's yeah. there's a lot to maintain yeah so it, it takes all of us to ensure that these parks stay vibrant and that english ivy doesn't take over <laughs> and, and all of that mm. right it's all about the people chipping in yeah good mm -hmm. Yeah, great. Should we um, chat about the skate park yeah. renaming? We wanted to bring that Absolutely. up also today, since that's part of the skate park is part of the parks department. Okay, um, I'm just looking to see if I have a, a, a question here. I, oh, great. Oh, <laughs> why? It's a comment from our city manager. <laughs> who apparently, Hi, John. Who, yeah, appara hey. who apparently feels that we have forgotten to turn his mic on. <laughs> He's joking. He's not here, so uh, we can't hear that's him. That's funny. So I hope John gets well soon. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> me too. Yeah. Okay, should we move on to the skate park? That'd be great. Yeah. yeah. Um, so um, Port Townsend Skate Park, uh, last year, um, friends and family of a, a local uh, longtime resident, uh, Seamus Sims. I want to make sure I say it right. It's kind of a tongue twister. Seamus Sims was um he was an advocate for the skate park and was part of the whole process of having it um developed and raising the funds and um so uh last year the f friends and family um after his passing mm -hmm. uh, uh requested that we change the you know change the name in honor of uh Seamus Sims mm -hmm. um and so uh council just last week uh approved that request and mm -hmm. Um, we are going to, in April, have a ribbon cutting and a little ceremony. And, um, yeah, we're going to rename the skate park uh, Seamus Sims Skate Park. Cool. Yeah, it's really uh, cool. I, 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 I kind of like Seamus, uh, the, the Seamus part. I Seamus, think that's just, yeah. yeah. It's a cool name. Yeah. It is a cool name. Yeah, yeah it really is. And um, his friends and family, they were generous enough to raise funds to help with the cost to make the repairs. Uh, we'll have to create some signs. And so a lot of the funds will coming from a memorial fund that they had. And so it's really a really a great thing that's that they're doing. So. So just because the skate park was here when I arrived and I, I, I just came the day before yesterday, um, um, <laughs> 10 years ago. Uh, how long has the skate park been there? Do, do, you, do you know? Oh, probably 90s. Since 90s. I'm going to mm -hmm. say early 90s. Yeah. Yeah. And is, I could be wrong on that. I'm sure someone will fact it, check does me. It, does it continue to be a, 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 a popular? Does it is it used uh, a lot? People Very heavily. Yeah. yeah. I, even the other day when there was snow on the ground, I saw some bikers down there. 
And so it was, it's really cool. Yeah. And there's also a big push for uh, some lighting and um, we're looking at applying for a grant to, to get some lights for the skate park so they can skate, you know, into the evenings and especially during the winter. Into the evenings, but not into the night. Not into the night. No, you know, we have rules, you know, park rules. So, yeah. Yeah. So, um, but we might keep it open till eight o'clock or Sure. Yeah. It's still undetermined on time, but, uh, you know, it gets dark at four 30, you know, and that's can be pretty bleak for, for skateboarding. Right? So, yeah. Yeah exciting now i'm trying to remember uh uh, does the city have some uh, they have some designated there are designated skate uh um um, routes that skaters can use to skate to the park do you know anything about that am i Um, maybe i'm misinformed maybe it was something trail bike lanes bike lanes okay um yeah i'm not really sure on a skateboard designated lanes but um Mm -hmm. because i know it's a popular mode of transportation too absolutely we want to support all modes of transportation we do yeah yep okay Mm-hmm. Bike lanes. And more than just skaters use the skate park, right? We've got um, bikers, people on bikes, oh, B- BMX bikers, scooters. BMX. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, when my son was three, I remember we went there a bunch with his little scoot bike, <laughs> zooming around. So, yeah, yeah all ages. Did and when many you, modes. And when you took him down, was it that was a that was a that was a treat for him, right? I mean, I'm I'm thinking that as a child, this is the sort of thing that would make me lose my mind <laughs> in a good way. It's yeah. Like, oh yes, we can go to the skate park. I, I wish I had something like that when yeah. I was growing up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah, I think after you get over the fear factor of like I'm gonna <laughs> drop into this deep bowl. Yeah. But yeah. when you're young, you don't have that fear. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. So yeah, so maybe we're looking at April uh, to have the the ribbon cutting. Um, we're just kind of making the signs right now, so it could be another month or so. And what sort of repairs were needed? Um, not so much repairs. It's just the sign now is a conc- it, the signs in, oh. embedded in the concrete, mm-hmm. so we have to actually build a sign to go over the concrete. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, it's something that we had to have fabricated. Well, the sign is actually cast in concrete. It's cast inside yeah. the concrete. Yeah, so we had to have something fabricated to go over it. So uh, of what metal? Um, we're looking at like a composite material, uh-huh. uh, similar to what our memorial benches are made out of. Uh-huh. It's a composite. It'll last an eternity. It's mm-hmm. easy to clean. Um, so just, we look at maintenance. So yes. that's one of the things yeah. we look at, we look for. <laughs> okay. Good news about the skate park. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Another park that we want to, um, and exciting news that we want to feature was going back to the Katai Na- um, Nature Lagoon Park, yeah. um, is there's a new caretaker super um, exciting who starts march 1st yeah yeah this is kind of a first for the city is having uh, a full-time uh caretaker uh host that lives on site um it's actually uh a long time uh local uh citizen that uh has worked for the parks department before okay. she knows the system um she's she's great and um she her first day is tomorrow march 1st um, so if you get out to Kai Tai, stop and say hello to her. So I'm going to back up a little bit because I, yeah. I, I, was, I was just making sure we didn't have questions. So sure. I think I might have missed something there. Um, oh, yeah, permanent. We, we've been fact-checked. Uh, skate Park opened in 2006. Oh, wow. Oh. Okay. Great. And it's from somebody who would know. Yeah, that's <laughs> awesome. Thank okay. you, fact-checker yeah. out there. Thank you, yeah. fact-checker. Okay, so let me back up on the Kai Tai. So this is somebody who did work for 
Yeah, yep. Has worked for the Parks Department in the past. Okay, but this is not a, is this a paid caretaker, unpaid caretaker? It's a volunteer. It's a volunteer position. Yeah, it's a volunteer position. You know, we provide the electricity and the site uh-huh. and, um, and they, in exchange for so many hours of work a week. I can say, what's the role of a caretaker? Is it uh, yeah, to, be, you know, to be present a certain amount of time, watch over the park, uh, help guide direction? Yeah, educate. Mm-hmm. Um, a little bit of security, mm-hmm. uh, you know, um, uh, trash removal, just anything that would normally staff would do is they're they're kind of picking up uh, picking up some of that. Mm-hmm. So um, yeah, it's it's about two hours a day, um, and we're looking at trying to get the restrooms reopened. Yes, um, and so that will be uh, a, one of their tasks once we get those open. Will be cleaning of the restrooms. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, so, and hopefully assuring that the restrooms don't get misused, which yeah, I know right, has traditionally yeah. been a problem. Yeah, vandalism has always been yep. a problem with those bathrooms, which is, I believe, why they were closed, yep. you know. And mm-hmm. so we're uh, just having a park presence there will really help, uh, you know, alleviate some of those issues. And there's some educational aspect to the position as well, right? There is, yeah. There's... Um, uh, just someone on site to answer questions about, you know, any of the, the prairie or any of the, the grass. I was going to say, you know, the whole, the whole sort of historic story, the way the, that the, that Kai Tai blended through right. froggy bottoms all yeah. the way out to uh, Chinese gardens. Yep. And originally there were like waterways and you could sort of float a boat through no, right. a small, a, a, a it was a portage, a lot yeah. of history. It was a portage, but mm-hmm. it was a portage with like bits of water yeah. on, mm-hmm. along the yeah. way. I, mm-hmm. I right. think that's it. It, it's mm-hmm. always interesting to me to 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 feel the the you know the history that close right and and, and so I can see the educational aspect to be important yep. yeah yeah there's there's always a lot of questions when we're down there about what's going on and it, so is there a prairie part of Kai Tai that I'm I mean I know we have a piece of prairie right across the street here at uh, um, um you know there's not really a prairie aspect but there's just a lot of different native species mm-hmm. and um I believe the Audubon told me there's 170 bird species down right. there so I mean yeah. there's just a lot of a lot of stuff going on and there's the story walk a little shout out to the library mm-hmm. you know there's a story walk that goes on and so um, just a lot of great activities that can, can go on down there. Okay, good news. Uh, so we have uh, three minutes left, and I think, Shelly, you said you had some tidbits. I do. I have some bits. I, I, um, I'm, I'm hungry. <laughs> okay. I have some tidbits. Um, I love how this conversation, we're like bouncing around the we city are bound- to all the different parks, or mm-hmm. not all, but many of the different parks in the city. Um, and so another park that's very near here, as you mentioned, with the um, prairie, is the golf park. Mm-hmm. Um, just earlier this week, folks were able to come into the golf park's clubhouse and provide some input on a new playground that is right. going to go we in. We talked about mm-hmm. that in a previous we did. visit. Yep. Yeah, and so we had great turnout for that, but we would um, love to continue to get that input. So people can now go to the library and see the three proposed designs, um, provide their input, and um, and then I think those designs, um, Carrie Height is um, managing this, but may also um, go over to the schools to have mm-hmm. some more um, youth in our community provide their input. So, so there's e- still a chance. Easels to... that you can then m- exactly. move. So yeah. you're thinking you might take these around and gather gather youth input. Yeah, they'll be at the library. And then I think Carrie mentioned they'll also be at the schools. So Good. that's great. Um, and then there's a couple of other things that um, for folks to participate in. Um, and then one cancellation of a uh, program that we typically do. Again, um, John's out sick. So 
Um, no coffee chat tomorrow if you're a listener and you typically would First go to the Friday. coffee chat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so that has been canceled. Um, but join us for our next one um, in uh, April, May, and June. The coffee chats um, will be out at Fort Warden at the Reveille Cafe. Oh, good. Okay. So we'll be switching locations again. And um, and then on Monday, uh, we would love to see as many people as can come to the state of the city. This is another thing I probably mentioned last time I was on. But that's this coming Monday. Um, sh- arrive anytime around 930. Have a cup of coffee. I'll have some snacks there. Mingle around with your neighbors, um, with Mayor Faber and John. And then uh, the program starts at 10, and it'll be one hour. And that's over at the Port Pavilion at Point Hudson. Um, And you can find details on the Chamber's website. You can register to attend there. Um, Virtual attendance is available. We are encouraging folks to come in person. What day was that? That's this coming Monday, March 4th. Doors open at 9.30, and program starts at 10 a.m., so please come. And I, and I have to ask again, the, and what is the meeting? <laughs> oh, this is called I, I, the State of the City. State of the City. So, yeah, it's an annual address to the people of Port Townsend. We'll look at 2023 and also and look John forward. And John will be giving this address. Correct, uh, with Mayor Faber. Yeah. Okay, I'm. I'm just. I'm. Ma- I'm making notes because I'm going to put it on our our website okay. when we pull this and and when we we pull the audio and put it on the KPTZ website. It would be great to see you there, Taylor, if you can make it. <laughs> well, March fourth, I'm a I'm a Port Town resident again. So, oh, okay. <laughs> so maybe <laughs> we'll see if I. But nine thirty, a little early for me. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have coffee. <laughs> Good. Okay, um, I'm going to say uh, Shelley Levins, uh, Director of Communication and Marketing. Thank you for being my co-host today. Yeah, thanks and, for having us. And, uh, I, I, I'm, and Michael Todd, thank you for yeah, joining thank us. Thank you so uh, much. Uh, Manager of Facilities and Parks. Right. And congratulations on your grant. And uh, And um, a shout out to those volunteer organizations who are going to who who helped with the grant and who are doing absolutely uh, doing invasive re- removal, which yeah. is. Th- th- thankless work but i'm never thinking ending I'm, battle i'm thinking them right now <laughs> yeah okay